Season's greetings, everyone. It's that time of year again. No matter what you're celebrating this holiday season, Amazon has gifts for everyone. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner and help out the D2R Podcast Network. Happy holidays from everyone here at the D2R Podcast Network. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. It's that time of year again, and if your guy or your girl's got a beard and you want to celebrate with them, why not buy them some Phoenix Beard Oils? We've got great holiday scents that make you just cream your jeans. So check out phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody the bird for the holiday season. Ho, ho, motherfucking ho. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. part two yeah i've been waiting for a week it's uh, been bugging me i couldn't find it on youtube so i'm glad you still have it well it's because i made sure you were censored from it i'm Um, shadow banned on a lot of shit i can't find nothing yeah um so it's about where we left off i think um so basically where we left off was something about the soul and uh right about the soul, how well we don't actually die, the soul can't die, and yeah. this is just a avatar that we're living in, right. and yada, yada, yada. Playing okay. a Sims game. This is all the Matrix, dude. Yeah. Well, I don't like t- saying, I mean, the Sims, because that makes it seem like it's all fake simulation. But I guess it is, but the soul's real? Yeah. Is what we're getting at? Yeah. Right? All right, well, let's see w- what happens in the next portion of this discussion. All of this means nothing. This is literally a physical, material form world 
We're in avatar bodies. As Derek just said, our souls are infinite. We are eternal beings. We can go and do and manifest anything we want. But let me just go back to one and the thing. The fact is, we're dead already, aren't we, Derek? I mean, that's where we left off. I mean, I mean, technically, yes, because if you leave perfection as a plasma soul infinite being to come into a physical meat suit, to go on vacation, you know, to, to, to enjoy the experience of the experience, as Matthew Ferry says, then yeah. I mean, but a lot of people do pick this and it is a choice, a free will choice. But anyway, th- th- to get back to some of the stuff, um, we got a, um, uh, a link. And I'm just going to summarize it that was sent to me and Jeff in the middle of the day today. And it came from a very high level source. And it's from some guy. There's a lot of people probably watching this now that have already gotten it because it, it spread around like wildfire. It was published on Saturday. It's some guy in Juneau, Alaska. He's like some dorky fat dude. And his name is Shalom J or Justin or Jason or something like that or whatever. But he's like connected to an Anon. And anyway, he published a lot of stuff that is incredible. Like, it's so mind-blowing that it was like, whoa. I mean, Jeff and I were texting each other, and they were like, this can't be serious. And then from the person it came from, he's like, dude, it's serious. And the, and what's happening, and, Jeff, and you can comment maybe to this in a second. Please, Derek, about how Anons distribute. Yes. So, so the Anons, evidently, when they get access to this information from servers, government servers, wherever it's coming, high crypto stuff, they just disseminate it to like in the wild so that they can spread it around the earth as much as possible because there's two reasons they do that. Obviously to get truth with air because they know people are going to have fish stories and they're going to add nonsense to it. So there's never going to be a crystal clear decoding. Um, and then also just to get it out there so that, you know, it can't be totally controlled because the eye in the sky, AI technology, all that stuff, they're monitoring everything. They're listening to us right now. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, the, the bottom line is, is, that's where we're at. But guys, I just want to just give you guys a couple of things from the video. They said that the Pope eats children in the Vatican. Okay. Um, has raped three girls, 13-year-old girls. Two of them, he got pregnant. They're all coming out to testify. There's like this Interpol. They've already got a dead to right Pope. They can't get him out of yeah. the Vatican to arrest him. Because remember, in the Vatican, you can't do anything. It's a sovereign then, nation. Yeah, and then all this other stuff is coming out, too. I mean, you guys can't even believe what they have on all these politicos. Now, before Derek jumps in, we did get another um, website from somebody on Twitter. And it's called, and we should put this link in tonight, tomorrow, Jer- um, um, Jeff. It's called ogtells.wordpress.com. Anyway, the guy's a special projects guy. He's, you know, a MyLabs guy. He wrote stuff in 2017, and this article that he wrote, that Jeff and I read today, is so mind-altering, it blew my brain up. It's called Ritual Child Sexual Abuse Involving Politicians, Mind Control, Spiritual Enslavement, Celebrity Cloning, and Holographic Simulated Realities. Now, I'm just going to give you guys a 10-second, 15-second, high-level synopsis of this. And then jump in, Derek. Every single politician, according to control, anywhere in the world is in... This incestuous mix of people, AI, I'm sure beings that you mentioned already, um, that forced them to have sex with children. They videotape it. They're actually the kids themselves before they become politicians and famous actors and celebrities are raped and molested. And so it's this giant, like incestuous circle jerk and tree of people who will never speak or never talk because they're all being recorded by, again, the fear control rulers. 
so that they never talk. So you're literally thinking of every politician that's in the deep state, in the cabal, and really everywhere with power, has been cloned, has been molested, and has done the same thing and still carries out the same thing right now. And if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense, even though it's crazy. Remember, truth is stranger than fiction, because they never talk. Nothing ever comes out. So anyway, Derek, what are your thoughts on that? Well, um, I'm sure you're familiar with adrenochrome. Mm -hmm. Um, And what that's all about, right? So uh, just people don't know that um, adrenochrome is essentially a chemical within your bloodstream that comes out during torture torture or just before death. And it's it's far more potent in children because of its purity. Right. Because it isn't tainted and they release more because they are closer to where they came from. Right. And so they torture them so they can drain their blood and drink their blood. Yes, this is because it it gives you extra life. It does give you more authority yes. amongst the evil forces that are there. It does work. They wouldn't do it if it didn't. Right. Right. Wow. It's not just ritual right. that it does actually work. And you can only get it from a person that is tortured primarily only comes. You would have to drink you know, all the blood of a grown man that was tortured. And for a baby, that baby can source. Right. They put it in like this mouth. It's like that yeah. much mouth. Yeah. They can, they can have, oh, just communion is enough. Right. Oh, isn't that a tie-in, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. Okay. So, um, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so, it's so horrible that like, we yeah, have no, so, it's so, so know this, that because, but see, it's so horrible, but at the same time, think about it from their perspective. I'm not giving them any justification, but the reality is they know this is all fake. Yeah. They know this is all temporary. That's what the article says, by the way, too. And, and they all have made the Faustian bargain. Oh, yeah. We know right? they've sold their souls. So the Faustian bargain happens, folks. Shakespeare didn't write about it because it was a mystery. He wrote about it to tell you that it's a real bargain, that you are made that deal. And trust me, this isn't this isn't a deal where they come to you. Um, and, and one guy commented on one of my videos today where he turned down a deal, you know, for a billion dollars as a businessman, and they wiped him out. Believe me. Right. Oh, um, yeah. I can tell you right now that when you mess with the cabal's system, I personally know. And I will testify to the world when the time comes exactly how it all took place. I watched it happen. Okay. So when you go after them and you can delete, delete money from a system. Okay. Money that doesn't exist. Right. Delete it. Even yeah. if you think it's yours, Jay. Right. Because yeah. see, that's the illusion. People think the money that they have in the bank is theirs. It's fiat. It's not theirs. It's the bank's. That's why it's a note. Right. Yeah. That's a debt instrument. It means. They own it. Just like people's houses. People think they own their house. <laughs> if it were my if it were your money, you would it would be legal for you to burn it. It's right. not. Right. Okay, it's there. How addictive is adrenaline chrome compared to heroin? Fifty times, that's what it says. Yep. A lot more. That because the power that it gives you is so heightened beyond recognition. And think about it. I mean it's an awful thing and it does take place. But see, the torture, the torturous aspect of this is essentially what's going to happen in the longer form, that they torture these kids and as they're torturing them, the ultimate 
the ultimate torture that really brings it on is that every one of these children they get from very Christian family, people that think yes, exactly. So we need to go to a Catholic church, find a young child, torture them, <laughs> and why did I know you're going this route? Drink their. I I I want to call bullshit. We're talking about it's highly illegal. Um, so you're calling bullshit on that torturing a well. No, I mean, I, I have that, that heard, doesn't give you power. I, I have heard that you do release other things in your blood with like adrenaline, and all that stuff, with, like near death experiences. That's why a lot of people get the the urge to have sex when they get a near death experience because of all the stuff that they're releasing. I just don't know that it gives you power or adds life to you. I don't, I don't know. Okay, so there's this whole thing where, like, um, like the, where they they sell their soul to the devil or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, so um, I guess you could look at it like I don't know the whole thing with the communion and all that. So that, like, it's all like ceremonial mm-hmm. in a, in a way. Um, but for instance, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to like piss anybody off. But I just talked about kidnapping a kid and drinking their blood. I think we're yeah, good. Thank God you said that, but <laughs> not me. But for instance, people that believe in superstitions or tarot readings or mm-hmm. church general horoscopes, shit like that. Uh, you can read that in the newspaper. Go to your local tarot card reader and they tell you all this bullshit read your horoscope uh and whatever and then you base your day on this nonsense literal literal nonsense okay right but that that nonsense has given you uh a sense of power a sense of um purpose purpose for the day or week or month Mm -hmm. okay and and if you've got that behind you driving you through that day or week you you would do things differently than had you not had that let's just say even though it's bullshit that's why people go to church on sunday they're getting that or saturday night or whenever they go they get that boost of like happiness and whatever and then you're gung-ho if you don't have that if you don't need that to be able to get through things i mean you know what i mean like certain people need that right or whatever so it's the same thing so you're drinking literal blood from a, a baby or a kid or whatever. Mm. May not do anything in the physical realm, but in your mind it's the equivalent of going to church on Sunday, reading the horoscope, and now I've got this right, power, so it's a, it, this youthfulness all of a sudden. Okay. Or it could literally, on a whole different level, be something like that. What if it literally does? I mean... You're drinking the blood of a tortured soul. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're the one that tortured it. You're the one that did these horrible things to this. And and the, well, look how long we've been discussing just this this whole thing where they like they they get these kids and they kidnap them and then they they sacrifice and they drink their blood. And a year ago, we were talking about this. It seemed a little wacky. Now, yeah, now it's... maybe for some people, it's still out there and wacky but it's i think it's place now i think it's becoming more because we're getting to that point where uh 
it's it's being talked about more, so it's losing its like. I mean, it's still messed up, yeah, but it's losing its shock value. I guess maybe for us, but maybe for other yeah. people, it's still like well, I can't believe you guys are talking about this like it's a normal thing. Well, it's not normal, but it's also not something that's like because it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like I think we're to that point where we just have accepted that we know it's going on. We're not doing it, but we know that these these elites are doing that shit. Right. I mean, look at what look at Bill Clinton. Look at Hillary, how they look, the weird shit on the tongues. The, the, these are all symptoms of that you get after you eat human. Like, if you look at cannibals in the, over history, they have these things. That's a weird disease thing. I'm not saying that they are, but it's certainly odd that you'd, you'd start obtaining these same characteristics. And look how bad he looks. Should he look as bad as he does? You know what I mean? Bill Clinton, I'm saying. Like, he well, looks like death warmed over. Yeah. And. And he's got these characteristics. When you look up the history of people that eat people and shit like that, they get these things. And Hillary's got that weird thing on her tongue that, you know. No, you remember I, any of this? No, I don't remember any of this part. I don't remember talking about this at all. Frustrating. Um, we talk about so much shit. Well, let's see. Um, that's going to be hard because everything's so... Don't worry about it. Don't worry about no, it. Let's, no, move no, on. No, let's just no, move no. on. I have to. I don't know what else to... Kuru disease from cannibalism. All right. Do you remember that at all? Never. We never talked about it. Uh, well, yeah, we did, because this whole spirit cooking, John Podesta Yeah, and all but I don't remember Kuru. We never talked about Kuru. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it was mentioned, but I don't think we spent hours and hours on it. But anyways, it's a, uh, it's a disease that's brought on from eating human flesh. And you, you get, like, weird stuff with the... Uh, like, and Bill has the exact same thing, but he's like further, like worse off with it. Um, Do Kuru disease images? Yeah, hang on. Show me what what it is you talk about, Willis. That's a problem with doing the pictures because the... See, there's the tongue thing. Pull that up so I can see there's a glare. So she's got this thing on her tongue, okay? This weird thing. Um, So it's... uh, Part of it is um, like how she, like... The whole weird, like, seizure, laughing thing she does. Yeah. These weird outbursts that she has, the whatever. This is all comes from this Kuru disease. Uh, and we're not just talking about Hillary. You can look at Kuru as what it is and then go study these cannibal groups. Right. And, and this is how they act. They act like her. Um, it's a rare incurable neurodegenerative disorder, brain disease, which was pre- prevalent among the four people. Uh, Papua New Guinea in the 1950s and 60s. Uh, Kuru is a type of transmissible spongiform encephalopathy caused by prions, which cause abnormal folding of specific proteins mostly found in the brain. Uh, I think we'd have to, like, click on that in order to get deeper into it. But anyways, this whole Kuru disease thing is... 
What were we got talking about? Why did I get down there? You were talking about cannibalism and babies and how. Oh yeah, uh, the, the drinking of the blood and yeah. all this. Stuff. So. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I don't completely discredit the fact that that could give them a. If you're on the realm of dealing with higher powers and selling your soul to the devil and, and mm-hmm. all this stuff, because there's obviously good versus evil and a, or two evils. And so then when they were saying that in the last episode that we did with the Anunnaki, the, the two brothers, mm-hmm. and they're, one created them, the other one's the commander of them, and but yet they're both bad. It's kind of like the Republicans and Democrats don't pick a side because right. they're both bad. Observe and stay in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh so basically what they're saying is, you know how we've always said, well, we were, how I've always said, how well, we were created by the Anunnaki, kind of, that, to me, makes the most sense of an evolutionary intervention as opposed to we came from monkeys. Right. Well, we did come from monkeys, but they also took a little bit of them and a little bit of monkey and put it together and made us. Mm-hmm. So we evolved from monkeys, but in a different way than what they want to say, because it's, people can't handle all that. It's too, it's too beyond, whatever. But to me, it makes more sense. So anyways, you, t- you did that, and you had the two evil whatever, which means th- they're still implying that there's a God that's above them even. Right. You know what I mean? So there's still that one thing. So this is multi-layer, even beyond what we comprehend of a Because mul- we think, well, we're the next beneath God. When in reality, there's probably something that there's... Let's say the Anunnaki, then something above them, then something above them, and it just keeps going until you get pyramid. to that one. Yeah. There always has to be that one, right? Mm-hmm. You'd assume there's always the point at the pyramid. So we're probably like low-level pyramid. Oh, yeah, we're at the bottom floor. Um, anyway, I don't know. I don't know if that my tangent just made any sense, but let's continue. Okay. Exactly. The most so they scream the at them, and they tell them, and they're torturing them, and they say, call out to your God, Jesus. Exactly and they scream right. for Jesus, and when Jesus exactly doesn't right. show up, exactly right. that's when it's released, because the last gasp has been released. They don't have anything else. Derek, so Derek, Derek, Derek stop. Let me, just, let me put something out there right now, because Derek is dropping bombs, people, and I'm going to put something out there that's going to scare the living Jesus out of the rest of you guys. And I'm putting this out there right now, and I put this out on Twitter today, and I actually responded to another brilliant guy I don't know who he is. He's definitely a pseudonym. He's somebody in the know. His name is Deke Francis. He's on um, Twitter. That's a false name, ladies and gentlemen. Pseudonym is a false name. Listen, Derek just said something that's very, very powerful. And all of us need to realize this. And if this hurts you and it shocks you and you get mad at me, I don't give a rat's ass. Every single time you pray to an Abrahamic little G God, you are giving him power. You are not praying to the creator of all. You are praying to an Anunnaki false god who has misled you, corrupted your religious scriptures, who has taught you to worship in an altar, in a pew, in a a shrine, an asharif, any of these places. And it's not the creator of all. You are not worshiping God. You are worshiping little G. And as Derek just said, you are giving him power. Jay, and I here's said this a long time ago. Praying, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, makes you P-R-E-Y. Yes. Now, here's the reality of this, is that the correct answer from the child, when they say, call out to your Christ, the child should say, 
I am he. Right. Ooh. Right. Wow. Yeah, how many kids? Are, how many kids are going to say that, that while they're being tortured? That is the reality of it, and that's what I'm saying, is that when you recognize who you are, and believe me, that would stop those crackheads in their tracks. Because We're the all fact gods? of the matter is, if you do really truly know who you are, behind this bullshit skin that I got on, believe me, when all hell comes time to break loose, this stuff is fleet, and I'm going to be whooping some serious ass. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Derek, is yeah. it re- are they really crackheads, or is that just a metaphor you're using? <laughs> that's a metaphor I'm using. Yeah, that's they're, a- they're, adre- they're adrenochrome heads, so that's the they same. Are. It's way worse. Let me they're read this, stuff. you guys. Somebody says there's no proof of any of this in the chat room. Well, then, you guys, well, then just exit the chat room. You don't have to. Skepticism is the root of... Well, I won't go down that path, but read David Hawkins and be and understand what a skeptic is. Jeff, let me read this from you at the very end of Stellar Man. Please do. Very important. Goes along with Stellar that. Man, ladies and gentlemen. The truth is, is that there are black magicians in the worst sense of the word who are in reality the most ferocious enemies of the Stellar Man. In order to attack them. In contrast to Stellar, we could perhaps correctly call them abysmal. Many of these black magicians know the strangest secrets to resist death. On on Tibet, the horrible case of some indescribably ancient priests who stayed alive for thousands of years by feeding on live human beings, who had to die slowly in a special sarcophagus on top of the remains of others who had died before in the same place, in the same way. In reality, they had to slowly rot to death. But for the spell to be successful, this had to be done willingly. Right to what Derek is saying. Being convinced by the priest of extraordinary and decisive spiritual merit of a supreme confrontation with death. Next sentence. Count Dracula is not a fantasy. Hermetic tradition maintains that these beings really exist and that many of them live thousands of years by drinking flesh broad extracted from humans. What if I told you that there's a vampire that watches this program, this channel? Obtaining the vitality necessary to restore their own system. That's adrenochrome. That's it. That's the blood. That's exactly why they drink. What would I say? Uh, I could tell you right now, there's lots of different kinds of vampires. Yes, right. Right? There's energy vampires. People become them. They don't really even understand that, that they're energy draconians because we have this in us, folks. So you, this is the whole point, is that we have to ignore it. And this also has to, where we, yes, we have compassion. You want to stop them. But that passerby part is really it because it's also the trap. This is how good and complicated this is, that it plays on our willingness and our love for our fellow man. Because even the bad people out there, um, even people that think they're you know awful people, we all have this inherent need to salvage the next guy. That that I don't think anybody could walk by a child being tortured and not do something about it. I don't care who you are, how big you are, how strong you are. You're gonna do it because that is that's the divinity aspect of you. And I don't mean divinity like these idiots that run this show. You know what's so weird? This just hit me because you're talking about this, Derek. And Sandra told me this morning that she had a dream last night about. Her and I walked up upon somebody abusing a child, and we attacked him. And then you say that here tonight. That's amazing. 
yeah, it's it's more of a like it, those are the types of confirmations that that it's like you're supposed to be having this conversation, right? Yeah. That that just like I've said and I was saying today on the show and with with Naughty Beaver and myself. I was he know, actually on the show with you? No, no, no. I was talking while well, he was in the chat, but I was doing a show about his video, right? So many times we've had conversations where I've done a show or I've dead, done something. The Andromedian message was one of them, right? Where I show the sun, the the moon, and I go, the moon's ancient name is uh, to the ancients on this earth is Sin. Right. The Andromedians call the moon Levin. Yeah, Levin. Yeah. Right. So a little Levin. A little Levin leavens the whole lump. So you can't you can't get away from these things, right? So and also, eleven of the moon trying to leaven the whole lump of us here on Earth. Yes, it's part of the device, right? Yeah. If the moon is sin, it's it's actually first of all remember this that the moon controls water. What percentage of us is water? That moon impacts us; it changes us; it alters it if it stirs it up, right? So it's it there. There's a lot more Lunatic. there. There, lunar ticks. So. Is that why they say when there's a full moon, people are fucking crazy? Because it's, you know what I mean? So the moon controls the um, tides, all this. All the water. Yeah. Well, we're how much percent water? It's like 70% or something. It's a lot. I don't remember the exact amount, but they we're a lot of water. So is that why maybe maybe that explains why when there's a full moon, people are like wild? Wackadoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's the the moon's. Not assuming the moon's. I guess Real. the moon could be whatever it is, though, too, and still have this effect. You know what I mean? It may not be. I think it's funny that he's talking about the moon, like controlling water as he's drinking water. Yeah, it's interesting. Lunatics, exactly right. So, so it, the the real reality of this is, you know, to. To not be scaring everybody that's watching right now, no. um, it's really about showing you the reality. And somebody, you know, the person says that there's no proof to this. Um, let me let me just tell you this much: if if I go to sleep at night and I wake up in the morning and something's missing, um, I go, "Well, maybe I misplaced that." And then I go to sleep the next night and I wake up and there's something else missing. I go, "Wow, man, I must be screwing up." And then I do it another night and something else is missing. Eventually, I go. Somebody is coming in here. I don't have to see them to know it's happening. Right. right. The evidence is in front of me, and I could tell you, and the cops could say, well, did you see anybody? No. So, yeah, there was no proof that anybody came in, but the evidence is within me. The evidence is what we've witnessed. The evidence is what we've seen. The evidence is written in ancient text that right. says this is their tactics, that that is what they do. The evidence is coming out. Now, I'm not going to... I won't even with all of that evidence. I won't say, even though I, I don't like the person, I don't think she was ever a nice person, and I've been confronted by her face-to-face, -face, I do not like Hillary Clinton. I absolutely think she's an evil person. But... I got confronted by Hillary face-to-face -face once. Shut not, up, not Jeff. A, Nobody cares. I, I'm just going to say, not 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 a person that I, I, instant, I instantly knew... Yeah, she comes from bad place. There's right? something really bad in those eyes. Really bad. Oh okay. no, she's a dark being. You could tell every time she was in the um the you know the what you call it with uh, Trump whenever she was debates, there. Yeah. Three debates. Well, oh, gotcha. Again, like some things I like some things I as I said, there's some things that I disclose and I talk about, and some things I'm just not. There will be a time when I right. disclose things. That meeting and that confrontation is very specific, okay, and contains um 
ancient stuff and things that I knew, things that I actually had possession of, that I know. There is no other reason in the world for the confrontation other than those things that I had. And so it, it is evidence to me. Derek, right? let me ask, Derek, let me ask you a hardcore question because we're going to get these questions, and I know we have a ton of people watching. So. We're talking about missing, too. Let's talk about the 8 million missing kids. No, no, we'll get to that in a second. But I just want to ask Derek, and because Jeff and I ask each other these questions all the time, and obviously amongst our friends and stuff like that, are any of these you-know-whats going to get arrested, or are they all just going to escape? Um, no, and you know what? You don't want them arrested because what will take place is going to be even better. So I'll tell you what, what really is going to end up happening, and this is where you need to be the passerby. Right. You don't need to cheer that, that they're being marched out before everybody and, and chewed up because here's the, here's the reality of the situation. Understand that the, these powers that be execute, they will make an example of it because they need to. This is what they do. It's drama. Like 9-11, you want to knock down buildings, you're not just arresting these people and send them to jail. That right. is nowhere near sensational enough. Right. Think Hollywood on steroids, okay? Mm. So imagine when the dollar falls, the dollar is the backing currency for every country in the world. Well, there's four that's not yet. <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> every country that means anything, that has anything to do with the economy, that has an impact. Right now, Russia's threatening. They're going, oh, we're going to come up. They might actually do that for as part of the illusion part of the illusion okay? so <clears throat> when the dollar falls the economic systems of the whole planet is going down with it right now the whole world is going to demand blood like nobody's business okay those people will be marched out and executed in such a gruesome fashion to please the bloodthirsty world that we have behind us to try to solve it, it will happen. For so the, so the brothers will be feeding again, is what you're saying. <laughs> they will be feeding again. Now, here's the whole thing. That will happen, and it will be so ugly and so nasty. So now here's what happens to people's hearts. You have compassion for the people that were just murdered. Okay? That's crazy. Because you will. Now what they do with the hearts of the people in the country, they go, this can never happen again. One country can never be responsible for the entire currency of the world. So this is why we have a single currency for the whole world run by this united organization that runs the whole world. So that's the first step of it. So tribulation, folks, hasn't even begun. So are you saying that happens before the end of the year? I mean, because I'm saying something has to happen before the end of the year. Trump is telling us something is going to happen. What that's is, why I, that's why I would doubt that it wouldn't come. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But it, is that what you're predicting, though? It's the financial reset will be the first movement in, in the, you know, whatever comes. It will. It'll be the distraction from all of this, just like everything else. Look, everything is a distraction. OK, so remember, The Economist, let's not forget, because they tell us way before The Economist said 2018. Do you remember that? The Economist said 2018. Of the new. Yeah, that was the ma uh, that magazine from 1985 or whatever yeah, that said in 2018 we'll have the the phoenix. It was the rising of the phoenix and the mm -hmm. no world one world currency and all this shit. Yeah, well, it's 2018. It was supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen under Hillary, I think, is what they originally planned. But then I think Trump fucked it up. But 
I think what these guys are kind of saying is that Trump's just part of the illusion of everything. This is all, is that, is that the same thing? Or is it, you know? Um, yeah, I think, well, I kind of don't like the whole option three where he's a big patsy and he's just in it for show. Well, nobody wants to think that that's what I, I it like is. to think that he is part of the new, you know, uh, what the fuck is it called? What, what, is, what are they calling these bad guys? Deep State? No, the, other, the B word. What the fuck are they calling them? Bilderberg? No. Bastards? Whatever. It doesn't matter. But this other uh. group of controlling elite, I can't think of the fucking word he's using. But Cabal? Cabal. There we go. I guess that's it was, a C word? Yeah, well, there's a B Or is that a K? Either way, it's got a, a B in it. It's got to be in it. The cabal. So The ball. I'm hoping he's part of the other end of the cabal that's getting rid of the old, like he's the new cabal and they're the old cabal. Yeah. I hope that's the truth. I hope that's what's going on. Which then, it would still continue their agenda to a certain degree. He might just have different ways to get it done. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I mean, we got only three months left. Yeah? Well. I think something's going to happen in October. Well, there's always an October surprise, and we have uh, a uh, midterm election in November. Um, Something's going to happen between now, over record time, and the midterm election. There will be some sort of, like, false flag type thing, almost guarantee, because of... Oh, uh, fuck. What? I'm going to Phoenix in October. For a graduation. Yeah. Well, maybe you won't graduate. <laughs> yeah. But it's all about the Phoenix. Yeah. In October. Well, <laughs> I guess, okay, so what I was say, I thought maybe your uh, O'Doul's tasted really bad when no. you took a sip and you're no. like, oh my God. No, I just I just thought about that. Um, fucking flying to Phoenix in October. So there's this whole thing with like... Uh, Okay, so you go with your old cabal thing. Well, mm. changing the, uh, you know, that's a big part of it. Going from, you know, getting all these shitty politicians out and new politicians that can help Trump do his thing. You have to assume it's or hope it's good. Right. You know what I mean? He's on the good side or whatever. So if this whole thing is what it is, you you, you basically, this this election's wildly important. Meaning, like, if he doesn't, like, if if there is a blue wave, as lots of people are saying, oh, there's going to be a blue wave, whatever, then it's basically going to be the end of Trump. And it's going to be the end of the economy rising. It's going to be the end of whatever he's done in two years. And I know people out there that don't like Trump and think this is all nonsense and don't want to acknowledge and believe maybe that Obama's behind the economy still rising even two years after he's been out of office and right. and, and want to believe all this nonsense, but but it's not. It's because of him, and, and whether you want to acknowledge it or not, that's what it is. So just you have to stop believing you're, you're, full, of, you're full of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, anyways, if, if this all, if, if they can... Pull this off. So basically, what you need is you need you need to break everything down before this election, which which only makes sense. You have the remainder of September, you have all of October, and then it's like, what was it November, like well, first week or something in November of this election, I think. So you don't have much time. 
there's gonna be a lot of shit going down, and at the whole like like over the top censorship of Alex Jones, the mm-hmm. the making him like they're literally this would be your time to go after him, go after Trump, go after anybody that's like got a major voice that's able to sway. This would be your time to do something either. Not necessarily to them, but pull a false flag to try and sway, get more people to switch sides in voting come November. Mm-hmm. This will be your time. This will be the thing. So we'll, will we have another Sandy Hook-like thing? Will we have a, um, are, are the Democrats going to attack themselves? Are news, like CNN, going to attack themselves? Meaning, like, yes, yeah, CNN reporters aren't going to go out there and then blow themselves up, but... You know, you could have the, this deep state, this dark whatever, who have the CNN and all that on their payroll and all this to report the bullshit propaganda. Right. Let's say you had this CN or the CIA, this evil whatever deep state, go blow up CNN building and then put a bunch of dead people there wearing MAGA hats. Well, how do you think that's going to get reported? Mm-hmm. Trump supporters blew up CNN. You know what I mean? And, right. and can you imagine the dumb people out there that don't see through the false flag because there is no such thing as a false flag, even though there is. But in their world, there isn't. Mm-hmm. How that would potentially, if they were starting to lean, well, the economy's good, and maybe I should vote for Republicans and do this. You think that's going to completely switch them sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. Un- especially when the one person that had enough influence to bring people down from every other false flag where they were going to about to switch sides or, or do whatever was Alex Jones. Well, when you've taken him away from everything, so you can't hear the other side of the truth because they've censored everybody that would potentially be able to get it out there that that's a false flag, that's all bullshit. When you get rid of all those people, it's not just Alex Jones, there's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. And they've all been censored on everywhere. And this all happens... And there's nobody out there telling you that this is bullshit. This is this is their their last stand. And if this doesn't work, but you also have nobody out there. So it's basically, are you awake enough right now? Or is there enough people awake right now to keep Trump train going? Or is their thing, whatever it's going to be, and I bet you there's something that there isn't, then I, I'd rather I'm glad that I'm wrong. You know what I mean? But And I think... But I bet you something happens between time of recording, which is mid-September and November, the election. Something will happen. Unfortunately, this doesn't come out until after the fact, so I guess we'll find out. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know, man. It really makes you wonder. It does. But is this whole thing, so the whole economy is going to crash? I mean, that could be part of it. You could... Do a false flag. It flips people the other direction, which means, and they, you know, do whatever. Maybe this part of this false flag is actually takes Trump out, takes whoever out, you know, and then Pence jumps in, and all of a sudden we find out Pence is the fucking the two face. We think he's on Trump's side, but in reality he's just been sitting back. You notice how nobody complains or says anything about Pence. He's just been a nice little shadow in the right, background. You never right. fucking hear about him. He never does anything wrong. Even though he's part of Trump's, everybody in Trump's administration's piece of shit, you know, except this guy, the only guy that doesn't, nobody ever talks about or says anything. It's almost like he's been put there in a position so that when you take Trump out, he's just going to jump in and he's going to be the new Obama or the new, 
McCain or whatever, and this is then all of a sudden we crash everything. Maybe like all these guys are saying, by the end of the, the end of the year, getting your one world thing. You got China over here. Nobody wants to talk about China. It's all about Russia. It's the same thing. It's like what a magician does. Hey, everybody, look over here, look over here. But in reality, the other hand's doing all the trick mm-hmm. that you're not looking at because Russia, 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 Russia. It's China, 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 China. Who keeps talking about China? Trump. Who doesn't mm-hmm. want to talk about China? Everybody mm-hmm. else. Yep. Okay, what's well, all China? China owns everything. Mm-hmm. China's behind everything. China's what the fucking thing is. And you can make fun of Trump. Oh, China, China. Um, but to me, it's very clear what's happening. And unfortunately, so, so, and I think China's the one that's going to, you know, they already own most of this country. Right, right. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, dude. It's weird. Should we keep going? Yeah. Always tell the truth. It may happen before the end of the year. I've been predicting the fall of the dollar for quite some time because it's part of it. But like I said, it's all based on a clock. Other things have to be complete. So if they can complete those by that time, they will. But we are in the year of nine. We are in the year of death for them, which is life. Right. So McCain, 81 in 18, right? Nine, nine. That guy going away. These people are dying because they're being put and preserved. Heidi says it'll be 2019 for what that's worth. That could also be it, because if you think of it from a scriptural standpoint, and the numbers that they go by, 9 and 1 is 10, and 10 means complete. Done. Mm. So so do you see, all of us can answer this question, do you see any potential golden age, or just, just going to the reset, and then depending on where our spirit, spirit souls are spiritually, or how aware we are, we just go off to the next adventure or we get back in blasted into baby's body and just wake up again in like the stone oh, ages if that's what i've been saying where you, where no um there there is going to be this is going to be quite different okay uh, explain. explain this place will be cleansed like a sieve sifts out the noodles right we're the water they're the noodles and um and the new earth now think about this that the earth is saved up for fire Okay, well, as I was talking about on the video today, you know, we have a lot of things that are causing the the light systems that they have are causing oxygen and hydrogen to be separated from the water. Our atmosphere is water. There is more water in our atmosphere than there is on the surface of the Earth, contrary to what you might think, right? It's much bigger, much wider spans, and just because it's broken up in vapor and you can't see it, it only converges on these storms. But as they do these things, as it is harped, as it is radiated with the lights, hydrogen and oxygen become separated. This is one one component of it. We also have methane releases that are higher, extremely higher than normal coming out of the center of the Earth because the object that is in the center of the Earth, which causes its link with the moon, you have to understand that what is inside this Earth, our hot core, is a relationship to the moon. That's actually the-, the only thing that makes sense because we know that the moon, from a geo, uh, I'm sorry, from a physics standpoint, a rotation, magnetism, spin, it's theoretically impossible for it to be in the uh, position that it's at. And you mind many- if I, yeah. Do you mind if I draw you a little whiteboard? Go for it. Not at all as we cross 400,000 people watching. Or 400, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's getting better. It's getting better. Okay, Keep going. So- so here's the earth. Here's the earth at a much bigger structure, right? 
Think about this for a second. Earth, much bigger structure, impacted, broken in half. This part goes away, becomes the asteroid belt. The position of the Earth has changed from between Mars and Jupiter, where the asteroid belt lies, jammed into its new orbit, which is why ages went from 900 years old to 120 years old. Okay? So now you have this Earth that is primarily water. And this is all land that floats on top of the water. So now you have some water left here. The water that went with the other half of that became, went in the same elliptical system as the, as the invading system, which would be Nibiru, which is a, a long elliptical. And that's what you have the comets for. Halley's Comet, all of those are in the exact same elliptic. So now you have this. The turn of the Earth, like this, the spinning of that, breaks this land. And now you have a smaller planet around this piece of water here with broken pieces of land, the Earth today. This impact came as a result of an impact door, a sun, a small body, which is a sun, which is why we have a hot core. Now, to explain to you how to explain to you how this happens, why we have a moon. Just if you take a drop of water and you drop drop a water into a puddle, it'll look like that water drop that you dropped jumped off the puddle, right? Yeah. It'll look like it bounces. So when you see rain hitting a lake or hitting water puddles or something, it looks like the rain is dancing off the water. What that is is when a raindrop comes down and hits the water, it it comes into the water, and the water that was here is ejected out And so it comes up. It's called displacement. It displaces the water. Okay, so the moon is the displacement of our impactor. That is why the moon spins. It doesn't spin like this. It spins at us, which is why you only see the bright side of the moon. You never see the dark side. Okay, and the the moon, moon is made out of the same stuff that's in the core of the Earth. It is, and that's what they'll tell you. They'll tell you that it's made of what is inside our core and that has. Is it hollow, Derek? Mantle on it. Um, it may very well be. Like people say, the Earth is yeah. flat, and I keep trying to explain to people. Like, so you got hollow, and the Earth is hollow for that matter. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we know the Earth is hollow. There's many species that live inside. Yeah. The Earth. So. So. You gotta so, love this shit, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the way I try to explain it. Throw a bunch of. Throw a bunch of clothes in a dryer, right? They're going to lay flat on the bottom of the dryer. Turn the dryer on. Before you know it, those clothes are going to be doing this, and we're living on the surface of those clothing. So the moon, now check this out. If you look at the Gulf of Mexico, it is the impactor site. Of where the Oh, wow. Okay, that's where it came in. If you spin the planet around and look on the back of the planet where that was, it's like it was pushed out in the same shape as the Gulf of Mexico. So what, what? So what race, Derek, because, I mean, obviously we, we read many, many of the same texts and many of the same oh, things. Again, what race or me. what species or what group of... Hang on. So he's saying the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. All right, we need to go to... How would we do this? We need... You know what we need is a globe. Dave, say something. Something. Now keep talking. Well, I was still like he said that so fast. I was kind of lost for a second, dude. Um, I know you're going to get a globe, so we're going to look at that. But I really kind of want to hear that again. 
and you know, like rewind it so we can play it again because I really want to hear what he said again. It was almost like the uh, the cabal taking out the cabal thing. He said it so quick, and I like was paying attention, but then I was like, "Wait, what? What did you just say?" So, rewind that, play that part again, then we'll look at your globe. Which part? The, the part where he was talking about the impact? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Here. It was only like what a minute ago. Where are we at? We're one twelve. Let's go. We'll go back two minutes. Dropped, jumped off the puddle, okay, yeah, right? right, right? Yeah, It'll right. look like it bounces. So when you see rain hitting a lake or hitting water puddles or something, it looks like the rain is dancing off the water. What that is, is when a raindrop comes down and hits the water, it it comes into the water, and the water that was here is ejected out, and so it comes up. It's called displacement. Opposite. It displaces the water. Okay, so the moon is the displacement of our impactor. That is why the moon spins. It doesn't spin like this. It spins at us, which is why you only see the bright side of the moon. You never see the dark side. Okay, and the the moon moon is made out of the same stuff that's in the core of the Earth. It is, and that's what they'll tell you. They'll tell you that it's made of what is inside our core and has... Is it hollow, Derek? mantle on it um it may very well be like people say the earth is flat and i keep trying to explain to people like so you got hollow and the earth is hollow for that matter right right well we know the earth is hollow there's many species that live inside yeah so so you gotta love this shit ladies and gentlemen and this is the way i try to explain it throw a bunch throw a bunch of clothes in a dryer right they're gonna lay flat on the bottom of the dryer turn the dryer on before you know it those clothes are gonna be doing this and we're living on the surface of those clothing. So the moon, now check this out. If you look at the Gulf of Mexico, it is the impactor site. Of where the, oh wow. Okay, that's where it came in. If you spin the planet around and look on the back of the planet where that was, it's like it was pushed out in the same shape as the Gulf of Mexico. So what So what race, Derek, because, I mean, obviously right, we, we read many, yeah, many of the it. same texts and many of the same things. What? Okay. What, what impact? The moon? Yeah. Uh, no, it was like a no. meteor. Exfoli. Wasn't it the meteor that exfoli hit Earth 85 and billion years ago? that's what created ago? the moon, supposedly. Okay. So I have a globe, and I'm trying to figure this out. It's to me on the the complete opposite side. If it hits there, all right. So let me come over here. No, the Gulf of Mexico is where it comes out. He said. I thought comes. No, that's where it goes in. Okay. Let's do it twice now, there. I know. I'm. I'm still like just. All right. So if it comes in this way, yep. hits there, then it would have to come out. So if it now look at it. So it's coming up. It would have to come out. Literally in the middle of an ocean. <laughs> so that, that part I don't get. What angle did it come from? It doesn't matter. If it, you, you go up or down, if it came from up, it's still coming out at the same spot. If it went straight in, it comes out in the ocean. So the only thing I can think is if we pull up the, uh, what would this be? The Indian Ocean, you'd have to look at, the floor of it? The floor of the ocean and see, but then shouldn't there be land there? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, because you would think out? you would think that if it was to come out of there, it would get trapped in the water. Then the only thing that's close to it is Madagascar, but that's he's saying there's something there that looks like yeah, it looks pushed out, that, or that looks like the Gulf of Mexico, and there's nothing that looks like that. Although Australia kind of looks like that, but in bigger. All right, so look at Australia. Yeah. See the shape of Australia. Now look at the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. They kind of look the same, but way bigger. But they're also not directly across from each other. It's like if you came in and you know, I, I guess you have to. Or, or is it? Literally directly on, or did it? You know, because if you're, let's say you're, you're, you hit a, I throw a baseball and you hit it with a bat. If you hit it directly in the center, mm-hmm. that's probably how you hit a home run, right? Or some, or line drive or something like that. If you hit it a little underneath, it's, it's going to go high, pop up, and come down. If you hit it on right. top, it's going to go straight down. Mm-hmm. So if you hit something on the side, maybe it wouldn't be literally on the exact opposite side. It'd kind of be, you know, you could still go push in, but it maybe would come out here as a because maybe the the angle was like that. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to directly on. I'm saying if you go directly across, there's nothing there. It could, I, I mean, other than that, I don't see any other spot. There's a lot of mountain in, like, Russia and China and Africa, but. Yeah, we'd have to look. And I don't even know if we'd be able to see the ocean floor. Yeah, the they have the, the mapping of it. Um, that's what I was about to pull up. Let's go to Google Earth. It sucks that Google's the spot we have to go to for this. Yeah, right. um, wait, Google Ma- Google Maps or Google Earth? What would it be? Um, Earth, I think. And we want to go. Let's see here. Me a little story. I have to I have to open it on Chrome. So let's try and open Chrome and do it there. Oh, this is gonna fuck up everything. Watch. Yeah. Because it's already frozen itself. Literally, it's frozen itself. What a fucking turd. Right. Where's our? Uh, Where's, where the hell did our video go? You notice how the video's like gone now? Video's uh, gone. No, it's right. It was right there. I just saw it. No, it's it was gone. Up on the top, it's right there. Go to the next one over. Go to your. Go to the one that says Kuro disease down the bottom. It's right there. Where? The left one. They can't. That one. That's. Oh, okay. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. I, well. <laughs> I didn't see it. It was like it was, uh, all right. So what are we talking about? I don't even know. I'm... You're going to pull up the Indian Ocean floor. Yeah. We couldn't because Google Chrome was being a dick. So let's let him keep talking. Maybe he's got more information on all that. Right. Now that I'm kind of on the same page now. Race or what species or what group of beings outside of the Anunnaki moved the, the moon into the orbit it's now in and then obviously connected it with the core in however way they did it, you know? Well, if you read the Anunnaki text, the amazing part about the Anunnaki text is that, that it was the celestial body of Nibiru that did it. But remember this, that the Anunnaki text also explain that they were on Nibiru 
There were volcanoes there, too. Oddly enough, volcanoes seem to follow the Anunnaki. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, so... And, and they, L. Ron Hubbard's Scientology mythos is built all around volcanoes. Just an interesting factoid. Vulcan. Yep, so here's the, here's the deal. Um, that volcanoes follow these people. It seems to that they were on their planet, and it's what, what uh, was also destroying their atmosphere. Now, they call, they speak of it as an invader. So when they're given to the text that the invader, that they are considered invaders, which would make perfect sense with the Andromedian message, right? That would make perfect sense that these are invader species. They went to Nibiru and invaded, and that they destroyed that planet and then came here and invaded and are destroying this planet with the same tactic, that they use these as weapons against planets. Now, amazingly, that the ancient texts refer to planets as warships. Right. That's true. Joseph, uh, Joseph Patrick Farrell has actually decoded all of that. Yeah, when you're reading, when you're reading ancient text that is 40,000 years old and it refers to warships as planets, right. you seriously sit back for a second and go, what did I just read? Right. So Nibiru was a warship. It's a warship and has ships with it. So the you know, impact, if you watch the last the satellites, if you watch the last Star Trek movie, this this story there was a planet called Nibiru, and there's a story of this ship that is basically a huge ship that goes around killing planets. Rod- Roddenberry knew all this stuff, and then all these satellites. Which again, if you read the Enuma Elish and you read um, the Bhagavad Gita, those satellites are probably you're right. They're probably anthropomorphic ships. They're yeah, and if yeah, and if you want to know the chemical composition, you read the ancient uh, the Sefer Sirof, which is the Book of Creation. Okay, yep. and it's literally, I mean, it's crazy that it gives you, and this is where they get Yahweh from. Okay, um, that with the with the the letters, yeah, our DNA. Right. This is why so many people revere these people. They just have to recognize the attributes of these people are not good. That you know, oh, I created you. I love you. Yeah, you love me. You love me like a like a cheese sandwich. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like so. Or like a beast of burden, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. You love you like your cows in the field. I yeah, love I my love sheep. My donkey. Right? He carries blah. my shit everywhere. And these are hard tricks. Look, everybody, anybody listening, I fully grasp that this, if you have grown up like Jeff and I grew up, and I don't know whether you grew up a Christian, Jay, but, I mean, I grew up, I was in a Christian band. I was in church. I was always in church, you know, Sunday, Wednesday night. I I believed in God. I I believed in God. They're going to church eight days a week. (laughs) Yeah. And, And for these truths to be handed to me in an instant and for my mind to literally shattered was was death yeah and it wasn't anybody said nobody told me i didn't watch it on youtube right it was just out of the blue everything everything it's like the conclusion to every story was thrown into my into my head it's as though somebody cut my head off and put a different one on it i was an entirely different person yet i was in the same body i sounded the same but entirely new and the way that you can look at these things is you have absolute destruction in your eyes because you can see the evil so prevalent now 
That's right. why I trust Jay. That's why I trust you. That's why I trust me. We've been to that dark place where we've hit rock bottom. We've fallen on the rock and been broken. Yes. It broke the hell out of me, man. I was absolutely shattered. I mean, I didn't even want to get up off the ground. I fully understand this what happened Prophet to Jay back when he had dyed blonde hair, bleach blonde. <laughs> Yeah, when prophets speak of, you know, my bones were made like water, right? Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And you know, know for certain, about. you know for certain that so that isn't just from nobody, right? And and I immediately questioned because of the things that were being shown to me. I questioned where I got this from. I was like, crap, maybe the Antichrist is here. And he's a, you begin to question these things. And as the layer of the onion, you realize that just like Scripture said is that the destroyer of worlds – is really just that destroying the world in me and showing me the real one was that destroyer of worlds. So there's all of these yeah. different elements of allegory. Lord Shiva. Absolutely. So these things come in. You can look at it as evil. I guarantee you that they see these things as evil. Just like people going, the words you're speaking are evil. You're destroying the world. You damn right I am. There is exactly. anything good for. about this place. That's, That's what why we're, we're here. here. Right? So I'm not here to make this world pretty. You're, We're you're here not, to change this world, and to change it, we got to destroy it. Yes, you don't get to make... Look, the kingdom is within you, what Christ said. And this is the shattering part to people's minds, is that this is exactly what Christ was doing. The church exactly. says, Satan! Exactly what Christ was doing, right? This is why. This is why it's so prophetic, and this is how you can see that they are totally deceived. He said this. I came to cast fire in the earth and basically damn it it's not kindled yet so so derek do you think then because obviously we got to try to tie this up so people who are not at our level can try to understand and piece this together but do you think that that the anunnaki are in some capacity the warring brothers benevolent at times or it's just a giant game and they switch sides and they switch roles and it doesn't really matter. And ultimately, this game, this cosmic ages-old game, you know, runs out, you know, like Pinella talks about, you know, every 3,600 years or every 10,000 years or whatever it is. And obviously, the timelines we know change, too. Is there any benevolence on any of the sides? I mean, so many people that are watching this right now that read General Clark, that read, read Sitchin, read, um, you know, what's his name, Michael Tellinger, you know, they want to believe that there's a good side of the Anunnaki. They want to think that Enki and his son Toth and, you know, every other name he has really does care about us because they created us, you know, from, you know, whatever they made us with, Neanderthal, you know, whatever, Australopithecus. But bottom line is, is there any right. side of them that truly does want to see our DNA evolve? Think of good cop, bad cop. Yeah. They're both cops. Yeah. Right. And and uh, and both of them have the same interest in mind. Right. One's playing the nice guy. One's playing the bad guy. Both of you are putting in, putting you in prison. Both of them yeah. are putting you in prison. OK. Enki comes off as just like it says in that scripture. Like I said, Elohim and Yahweh was was named Cain and Abel for deception. This is essentially the story of Enki and Enlil. Uh -huh. And they were named that for deception that you have. And it says one is just and one is unjust. One plays like he's just. One says I'm unjust. They play those roles perfectly. Right. So this is also where you have, um, but I do agree that see they also this is this is the saving grace of this guys. This is like the the architect in the matrix saying I'll let those go free that want to be free right. 
but you have to have the will to be free. And this is my whole point. These guys are part of the system because they're playing by rules of, say, the exopolitical rules. They're right. trying to they're trying to thread the needle of the exopolitical laws. So they basically can say to you at any given time, we told them that they could be free. Right. We told them the truth. We told them we told them everything. But every single time they bought the lies that we told too. But even then, their lies are so direct and so in front of your face that if you accept them, right, you accept them in the wrong way. So your understanding of the truthful statement is distorted. People say, well, the Bible's infallible. I go, hey, I'll tell you right now, everything you need to know is in there. They made That's damn true. sure of it. Everything you need to know is in there. The right. difference is the altering of your mind and how you see it, that you're always going to shift. Even this lady that, that I was uh, uh, talking to that came confronting me on my channel, totally awake, understanding that Paul's the Antichrist, but she's all on Yahweh. And I see, see, all you did was that you finally found out the BS of the one God, and now you're supporting the other one, right? <laughs> Thinking that, and that's what happens. You just shift from one idiot to the next. And yeah. I'm telling you right now, we are more powerful than this. Guys, we are reduced down to even in this physical body. We are reduced down to 10% of this brain. Turn this thing on, and they're in deep doo-doo. This is Christian, or Catholic, Protestant, Republican, Democrat, good, bad, black, white, in Lil Inky. It's the same old tune, ladies and gentlemen. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Turn off your TV. Turn it off. It's the world of duality. It's the world duality. The greatest peace you will ever have. I said this to my mom. Yes, Paul was a false apostle. He's the first Antichrist. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, Paul was the first and says so, right? Yeah. He was the inverse of Jesus Christ. That's why he said, I'm in Christ Jesus. Copy? Man, this has been an absolutely amazing podcast, guys. I mean, Jeff, there's just a couple more bullets, and I want to tie it into what Derek has kind Let's of brought up. Really and imagine the really quick, Jay. Just imagine this. Yeah. Jeff invited me on this show like thirty seconds before we. I know, you were ready, bro. You were ready. You were born ready. You had your hat. It was hanging up. You're like, hell yeah, I'm gonna come on the show. I, I brought, I brought the mask, baby. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this has been absolutely amazing. But I just want to throw this in here because it ties into everything that Derek is saying. And there's a book that I put. If you're into Decoders of Truth. And obviously, we can. I'll put it, Jeff. I'll put a link to it in the link after this, so people can download it. But it's called Aliens: The Strange Truth. It's a brand new book that Robert Stanley sent me and Jeff about a week ago. It's very short. It's only 110 pages. I mean, God, we're going through so many books these days. But it's very. It's an amazing book. It's a you know supposedly a channeling from the Ascended Masters, the White Brotherhood. The, you know, the guys are supposedly in Agartha and Tibet or whatever, and they talk about like what aliens. That's why it's called Aliens: The Strange Truth. So anyway, I just wanted to put this out there to just stop people right now for, forever. Because again, I've been down this rabbit hole my whole life too. And I pretty much feel now that I know what aliens are. Okay. There are no, there are no negative aliens. All aliens. And when I say aliens, I mean, you know, beings of higher dimensional form, different planets, different, you know, um, uh, galaxies, universes or whatever. The, the aliens in negative form are just demonic. They absolutely are demons. And these demons are minions of, you know, our friends that we've been talking about, Lucifer, however you want to phrase them. And, and again, Lucifer, 
and and Leal or Lucifer and Marduk, it's all the same people. Maybe even Enki. I mean, it's again they they're switching roles. Good cop, bad cop. But it's fascinating because they talk about the Greys and the Greys, which is what people see when they get abducted, and you know that's the thing that are imprinted in people's minds when they see it. They say all they are is literally a biobot that's engineered by this reptilian. You know, and again, the reptilians guys are just minions of the Dark Brotherhood, the Anunnaki. The Dark, you know, they're just a, a, a part. They've been indigenous, supposedly, even here before humans were here. But um, that's what the Greys are. They're biobots. They're they're experimenting on us, and they're not they're not aliens. They're demonic. They're literally forms of demonics. Now, I've you know, again, in this book, it also says there are some Greys that are used by advanced alien species that are sentient and not demonic, but it makes a lot more sense to me now because I've always thought, like, why would an alien come here and destroy this planet? They've never done it in the past. Obviously, they're playing games with us with the Anunnaki and stuff like that. But it just seems like that that makes more sense, that true aliens are not here to disturb us because they're of higher dimensional power and intellect and um, existence. What do you think about that, Derek? What do you think about that? I don't think you could know... Before you can answer, I don't think you could know that they haven't destroyed other planets. I mean, look at Mars. Clearly there is something there at some point, if all the shit we're hearing is true. I think that planet was habitable at one point. Now it's destroyed. There's evidence that there was some nuclear something that happened there. Unless that's all a lie. Right. Which I I guess it could be. But, like, we only know what we know within this little bit of universe, and we don't know that much. Right, and... The They're galaxies so, are far. The universe is infinite. So, I mean, there could be tons of planets that are destroyed. I mean, They're getting destroyed right now. There could yeah. be wars right now we have no idea about. But yeah. We can't see it. It's too far away. Well, we wouldn't understand it anyways. Right. Well, so, didn't uh, they just find, uh, like, Earth 2 or something like that? Well, I think we're on. The uh, last thing I saw is that we've found, like, numerous. Earth 2 is a movie, I think. Oh. I thought they uh, just found another Earth or another planet. Well, there's like tons Earth. of they found they got like nine or ten now that are within somewhat of a reach, meaning like uh, within a couple generations or lifetimes that we could potentially get to. But I mean, the whole thing with space travel and all that—it's who knows what's going on with mm-hmm. that. We have a space force. That's all I know. Yeah, or we're getting one. Which I think we've had for a long time. Just now we're putting a label on it. it yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so anyways, back to your your This question. whole alien thing. like That makes sense. I wasn't expecting them to go this direction at all. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense that the greys are basically just pawns going from the Anunnaki. And the draconians, I'm still kind of on the fence on whether or not I, or the reptilians. I don't really know if I believe in that or not. I should, technically, because the TV show V... You know, it was back in the 80s originally, and it was all about reptilian aliens that came in and took over the world. Um, so we always talk about how Hollywood puts it right in front of our face. Well, in the event that reptilians are real, then, yeah, I guess it could be because they showed us back in the 80s and back again in the early 2000s, they redid the show for one season. Just to say, hey, by the way, just in case Hillary's uh, coming up, she's a fucking reptilian or whatever. You know what I mean? So it could be the whole right in front of your face. I don't well, know. I do think that they... Well, we've talked about this, mm-hmm. how they have to put the truth out there, but they put it out there in a way that, you know. And that's what they just it's, said, It's too. up to you. I mean, it's up to you to, 
either believe it or not. But, I mean, with every truth, there's a lie or right. four lies. So for you to find it, I mean, because then it takes it off whoever's in control, their, their conscience. It's mm-hmm. one of those things, you know, we've always talked about, maybe we're not going on, like when we talk about it, we talk about on this plane, meaning right. our specific ruling elite, that it's, it keeps them for when they ascend to the next level, their conscience is clear because we told them we were what we were doing. It's it's their fault that they didn't see that or understand that, which that's kind of rigged in a way. I mean, you dumb people down, and then so if if you had think about this, let's say you're one of these elite. You you literally fuck up the whole education system to dumb people down to the point where they couldn't possibly even understand your clues. Then you give them a bunch of clues, and then say, "Well, my conscience is clear." Because they never saw it. Right. But, but you also had a hand in why they couldn't see it. So is your conscience really clear? I mean, maybe for them, but legitimately is it clear? And then what's to say? Now, I don't want to throw a bunch of shit out here to the wall and see what sticks, I guess. But So there's that. I don't quite understand that. But then these guys, I think, are talking on an even bigger scale, mm-hmm. not just on this plane, but like a multi-race alien thing plane, you know what I mean, um, with all this. But then... I don't know. What, the, what was the other thing I was going to say? Shit. I went out of my brain. I was going to say something else. What are you talking about throwing about shit out and sticking it? No, it was before that. What was I saying before that with the whole... I was talking about... Uh, Us not believing them. It's our fault. Clearing your conscience. Huh. Well, anyways. I was going to say something else that was referencing something earlier, but now I've... It's, gone in and out so if it comes back i'll bring it up but i guess let's just continue yes yeah, no, yeah maybe yeah. so yeah um there uh the there are definitely and this is spoken throughout all of the ancient text okay so when you have the anunnaki they have a subset of themselves which are a lower class of the anunnaki which are called the ajiji um, to, to me, that's that's what sounds like to me the Greys. Um, and right, keep in mind they're still, according to these texts, didn't gods. they used to do the work before they created us? The yes, yeah, they, they were yeah. the re- they were what created the rebellion. So yeah, they, they rebelled. Were the and yeah. keep in mind that they're clearly they're clearly smart and powerful enough because they were going to go burn down Enlil's house and kill him. Right. For making them work so hard. So right. there was a serious rebellion. Rebellion, And keep in mind that they also can die. They do die in this. Right. The difference is, is that their lifespans, according to, and this is, people try to understand this. So that's why I say when the planet was moved from between Mars and Jupiter, that our age difference happened. We age faster. If you jump from here to Mercury, you would age a lot faster. If yep. you went all the way out to Jupiter, right, one year around the sun is now a long time. So, excuse me, sorry, I tried to mute that. Um, the I ran out of water. Would you get me a water, Jay? <laughs> it's been a long show. He's out of water. The um, so the so when when you think about who they are and where they come from, uh, that there are these other species that are spoken about this within these texts. It is deep. It is real. They are powerful and. So when you think about who they would be, they were the worker class for them. They were also the ones that were called the fallen, truly, that came with. They weren't ranked as high, but they were the class 
of the 200 fallen. Right. Right. So when in the story in the ancient Anunnaki text, it was Marduk was had them on Mars as a way station, which is why they were called the watchers. It was their job to watch over the operations of Earth. Right. And um, and it was um, Earth Station. There was Earth Station One. And isn't it interesting that the old original mythos was that it was Martians that were going to come and invade us? Martians, Marduk. Yep. Mars, folks. And this and this isn't stuff that people make up. These are texts that are very old. Okay. And it's clear that this became also the mystery schools of the. Egyptians. It's clear that Moses spent a whole lot of time in Egypt learning the mystery schools, which right. is why he changed the name of right. Isis and Set to Cain and Abel. And right. because he couldn't exactly get away with taking their religion and then giving it to the people and say, because they would say, hey, dude, why did you make us leave if you're just going to give us the same crap? Yeah, there's there's right. no doubt. There's no doubt the mystery schools, the, the origin of the mystery schools and what they have now gone is what you and you were talking about at the beginning of the show, which is all of the Masons, the Rosicrucians, all of the secret societies are all interconnected, but they all emanate and stem from, you know, the land of Chem, which was obviously Egypt. And that's where, you know, after the fall of Atlantis, that's where they went and they rebuilt. And, you know, yeah. And think, went after the and, fall of Atlantis. Yeah. And think Satan, Saturn. Okay. So there's more to yeah. all the planets too. Satan, right. Saturn, Saturn has the hexagon up at the top of the its North Pole and its South Pole. That hexagon happens to be the home of the Star of David, as above, yeah. so below. Right. Okay, guys, I just got a really good message from somebody who follows us very closely and loves us. And he says, you guys, this show has been absolutely amazing, but you're losing steam. It's missing practical application right now. Can you provide some direction as you close it out? I think that's actually a good text. So um, I'm not going to... I, I, so I think we've gone all, all over the place. We didn't co cover the last point um, about Toth. I don't think it really matters. We can do it on the next show, um, Jeff. But I want to just get all. Have you ever heard that hexagon at the top and bottom of Saturn? Mm. Well, I just looked it up. It's, it's there, man. Like, it's kind of weird. See that shit? Can you guys see that? That's crazy. So, like this one. Yeah, you can really see it there. That's wild. I've never knew that. I've never, never known that. about that either. Might be something to that, like, legitimately. You know what I mean? Like, that hexagon. So what does that have to do with Satan, though? I always hear that, that Saturn's more important to, like, our... Being our existence, than you know what we realize. Same thing with Jupiter. I don't know. Sorry. Well, it's a hexagon. Yeah, uh, yeah. The six points. What's well, the six point six, star? Six, six, well, that's six. what I said. The star of David and all. Okay, so I don't know. I, I kind of like to explore that more. I'm not necessarily right now, but yeah. there's something to that. Uh, I had never heard it, anything about that. And when he said that, I looked it up real quick, and sure enough, there's. I've never, and I've seen pictures of Saturn all the time. I've never seen the hexagon. They don't ever show the top and bottom. That shows everybody's looking at the rings. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a distraction. But yeah, look at. Looks it's like. Pretty wild. Like a big nipple. <laughs> it does. 
Leave it to Dave. <laughs> look at that picture up there on the top, the fourth one on the on, from the left. You got four pictures. Doesn't that look like a tit? Yeah. Yeah. From right here. From over here, it looks like a tit. Sorry. Well, anyways. All right. Let them do their 30-minute closeout. All of us in a summary of, like, where we're going. Okay? We all have minutes. kind of made it out to be today that the world is pretty effed. Um, and it's always been like this. Um, we've obviously, we've advanced many times as a species. We've had many human epics, obviously Atlantis, Lemuria, who knows what was before that. Now we're in this age in the last 11,000 years, but where are we going? Cause one thing you didn't say, Derek, where we were at was we, we kind of started going down that path. Um, and we all can make this prediction. It's just a wild guess, I'm sure. But, um, where are we going from here? Cause you kind of intimated that you think that we are going to clean the darkness and we are going to go into a new age, you know, the age of Aquarius. Is it going to be a golden age? Is it going to be a time where people are still here and we have this, you know, fabulous technology and everybody loves everybody and blah, blah, blah? Or is that just all fable? See, th- this is where when we're speaking, it's so difficult, Jay, for people to comprehend our own three dimensional world, much, much less a four dimensional or fifth dimensional. Right. But we know for fact that they exist. Right, just because we because we cannot visually see a fourth dimension, we cannot physically see a fifth. So here's the reality of it: if we're eternal beings and this planet is is cleansed of these, and the Earth is saved up for fire, if we are scorched here, those that have the spirit to stay, and that aren't harvested as a result of the energy because they have sold themselves to the enemy. In other words, they like the enemy's world; they right. want this. So here's the whole point. This is Christ's statement. This is so when you say, what is the practical application? We don't have to reinvent that stuff here, folks. The, he, he came and said it. The point is, he wasn't who most people think he was. He was telling you the practical application. He's saying, die to this crap. Forget about everything that you see. This world isn't it. And just the statement is, and I will return you. Now that return you to your father. Return means you came from there, and you will never have to leave again means you did leave at one time. So two confirmations, which is always two witnesses, even within the statement. That's how you know something is true and that he's saying. That's why he would tell you witnessing against it, witnessing for it twice when he'd say, truly, truly, right? Verily, verily. That's a double emphatic in the Greek. Double emphatic. He's like, this is the truth. Not only is it true one way, it's true in the opposite direction. So... So, so, here's so, real- so your answer, Derek, your answer is, your answer is don't play the game. If in the next six months to six years, whatever it is, we don't know the timeline. If it's Armageddon, end times, you just have to be at peace. Again, getting your soul right. Wherever, yeah, wherever you go is, if your soul is right, it's going to be good. Yes. Jeff, you agree? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, you know, I had this vision a long time ago when I was still a, a stupid Pentecostal preacher, but it was uh, two great rivers side by side flowing in opposite directions. And I think that's what it's going to be at the end of times. Depending upon which river you're in, you might be in the river that's that we're going to go to the next good place. If you're in the river that's going the opposite way, it's going to go opposite for you. I, I think, like, if you think about the journey of souls and the guy that wrote those books, and you, you, you just think that, as Derek said in the very beginning of the show, all we, we're all infinite beings, you know, we're these yeah. plasma energy balls inside these meat suit hosts. And if you're doing the right things, you're serving others, you're peaceful and you're kind, and you have no attachment, 
And obviously, you practice loving as a state of being for all of life. If you regularly do those three things, again, those are the credo of, of, of David Hawkins and other Jay, great. What does have no attachment mean? Um, you, well, when you do things of kindness and peace, you don't have an expectation of an outcome. Okay. okay? You don't do something in expectation that somebody's going to do something for you. You're doing it out of the goodness of your heart in service to humanity. Okay. So if you do those three things regularly, and regardless of what you do, you're a banker, an accountant, a ditch digger, a bus driver, it doesn't matter. If you do those things, then you should be, as the great teachings, the great spiritual avatars have taught us, you should be on the path to be, you know, the wheat that's harvested, quote unquote, into heaven. Now, as Derek said, heaven is within, and clearly this is a prison planet. This is a matrix control system that we are all in right now. But we do have, our souls are free and sovereign, we believe. The most, at least most of us, we know the ones watching the show are. Um, so if you do those three things, you shouldn't worry. So many people, and you guys know this, so many people come to us and say, well, what should we do? Should we prep? I, mean, I have so many people coming to me and say, I'm like, well, where can I go and hide? That's not the point. You're not trying to have an underground bunker or a cave complex or a mountain hideaway. None of that matters. If the end comes, meaning to our physical existence, in this incarnation, in this time space, in this 3D reality, it doesn't matter if you've done the work. You know, um, the if you've done the work, but here's the thing is, done the work is also peace. Right. That un, no attachments is not attached to anything in this world and recognizing right. that it's, I mean, this is why Christ's words were like, if you're not willing, right. willing to leave family, mother, Mother, father, daughter, children, right? If you're not Houses, willing. Houses, lands, he also said. Everything. All of it, right? He didn't say if you don't, then you can't. He said if you're not willing. And that means that you got to leave it where, and you got to recognize it for what it is. If this planet is a prison planet and it is fake, and that is literally Christ's words yes. telling you that you're in prison and that their fathers are Satan and that you are literally under Satan's rule. No doubt if about Satan it. wasn't here and the deception wasn't already in place, then Christ came for no purpose at all. Those Probably. those pieces, just what, for those that believe in that, right? What Derek just said is very important that we say again. And Jeff has said this a million times, and he said this in his books, and a lot of people don't want to hear this, but I'm just going to put this out there. This is Lucifer's realm. It's it state right in the Nag Hammadi that this is the devil's world. If you cannot accept that, then that's on you, man. Hey, Jay, it says it in the Bible. World. Jay, it says it in the Bible. I know. Also, it's coded in the Bible for most people, but it states it exactly in the Gnostic teachings in the Nag Hammadi. I've highlighted it. I've sent it to Robert. I've sent it to Jeff. I mean, it's right yeah, but, there. And but just, just, Paul says it about as clearly as you can. But Paul said it straight to your face. Yeah, and he, he does too. It, right, right to your face. The little good G God, right, has blinded your minds. Um, but here's the other thing. Uh, in, in Christ's story, right, Satan offered in the whole world, and like I always say to people, how could he offer Jesus the whole world and everything in it if it's not his, right? right? He's um. going to fuck. Done, right? So that's that. End of story. It's Satan's world. Full stop. There is no argument in it. If it isn't Satan's world, then Jesus came for no reason, folks. Right. None. You are, your daddy's the devil, and you're all believing a liar. I just saw that craziness. Your daddy's the devil. You're all believing a liar. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. 
That's what no, he said. Someone just wrote something crazy. Said, not the Doherty. The Christ said that. Right. Yeah, the Doherty didn't say that. He's just repeating the words of the Christ. He came and said, "Hey, by the way, your father's the devil, and you're all following the liar, right?" Yeah, yeah. And, and from the beginning. Too, remember too, yeah. this many times before, Jeff. It, it, it stands to reason because I see some craziness in the chat right now. Jesus Christ is not Jesus the Christ. Remember that. Right. So like Derek says it very well. Jesus Christ and Christ Jesus, two different dudes. <laughs> Christ, Christ Jesus is plastic Jesus. Christ wasn't his last name. Christ is the right. spirit of the Father in man, which Christ himself told you that you needed to have just what he had and asked for you to be just like him. I don't understand where people lose this, right? So, so from the practical application so standpoint, Jay Christ, Derek Christ, Jeffrey Christ. End of story. When you are in Christ, you know it. Like I've like I've articulated many times on my videos, it is an office, right? There are many people that are president, but there's only one president, right? There's only one presidency. It's an office in that way. Is that anybody can sit in that seat, and when you sit in that seat, you are the Christ. And I hate to put it this way, ladies and gentlemen, but you'll either have your office filled or your orifice filled. Yes. So the the fact of the matter is, is that it is that office. That's why it's a body of Christ. That's why he said that the return of the Son of Man would be like lightning striking in the east and flashing in the rest, that it's wide. And that's why he said, if they tell you that I've returned, don't believe, don't believe them. them. Yeah, don't believe them because I'm not there. If they tell you to go there... I'm not there. They're going to kill me, but Christ will be returned. I'll go. And he also said there won't be any outward signs of the coming because it's an inward transformation, ladies and gentlemen. Period. And this is also why this is also why the return of the Son of Man comes like a thief in the night because everybody won't even see it, just like the people out there that are twice dead, not listening, not paying attention, not receiving. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, tell us where we can find out about all of your work. I did want to add one more point of something Please that we add can one more point. It's very important, actually, is that if this is Trump telling us, as we've uh, iterated or kind of alluded to throughout the show, indirectly or directly, guys, it is important. And again, I'm not a prepper. I'm not telling you to build a bungalow or build a you know a, a vault. Bunker, or a, I think you mean. Find a bunker. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. A bungalow. Uh, but if 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 we are going to move to a better timeline, and those of us who have done the work are going to be there, and as Derek predicted, and again, I kind of agree with him. I really do. There's going to be something coming. They're telling us. Make sure you do have enough water, protein powder, and canned goods that can last you, I would say, at least 10 days, probably longer. It's probably safe to say maybe a month. Again, I'm not a prepper, and I'm not trying to have you fear and control guilt matrix. I'm just telling you to do the work like Jeff and I always talk about. you you got to be proactive to optimize. But here's the other thing that I'd just like to say. When you find the peace, when you die to yourself, when you die to the recce, when you, when you die to this world, the amount of love that you have for everybody is exponential, and right. the fear that you have is done. I could literally sit outside right now and a thousand tanks could roll through the property and I'd sit and look at them and go, yep, well, just like I thought. Yeah. I, I wouldn't jump up and go, oh, my God, yeah. I don't care. I know it's going to happen. I know what this looks like. It's like you, the prepare, you know, when you say I'm not a prepper, you know what? 
I am a prepper, but there is no amount of food or water that you can store up. You cannot prepare yourself physically for what is happening. You can only prepare yourself spiritually. That's why I spent 125 or 130 videos. Prepare yourself here so none of it bothers you. That's where the power is at. And when they come and go, hey, you either do this or we're going to kill you, go, hey, take out the marker and go right here, right there. Cut here. Yeah, be fine. But until then, this body will be built. And reality is that body is what will remain because you will not be appetizing. They're not going to take somebody. You're not even going to be repeated. Let me tell you something. When you're woken up like this, the last thing that these things, even if this was to continue as a host body repetitive system, they're not taking you. You're being thrown away. And that throwing away is good because then you return to the source is the whole point. So either yeah. way, if you're going to remain here, you remain here, and it's most likely in another dimension, the world's safe up for fire. And I can tell you that you want this thing to burn because from that burn, from that burn, just like burned grass, burns out impurities, everything goes back into the soil, the lush beauty that it, that it would become, what this earth would become, will be staggering. Yeah, Mother Earth will always overcome and will She's always done. Be yeah. He's well, that's, done that's, with that's, it. that's actually something that we didn't talk about on the show. We, you know, we won't, but I mean, I mean, more proof to the idea of what we're saying is absolutely inevitable. Um, the technology, as Jeff and I talked about on Friday night, the AI, the 5G, all of this stuff is so outstripped physical humanity that there is no way that it can last much longer because it will destroy the earth. Jade, let me just say this. When I tell people, you know, when I tell you that some of us are here voluntarily, right? Um, some of us yeah. came back because the prodigal son story, just like the the Hebrews would do, is they would turn it from the they would turn it from a prodigal prodigal daughter, or prodigal wife, or prodigal mother. They would turn it from mother to son, right? Remove all the feminine aspects of it. That's why they all worship the divine feminine. But they're going to remove the feminine aspect. The reality is, my personal belief and what I've been shown is that mother is the one that was lost, yeah. that she was taken and captive. And I can tell you right now, I'm here to make sure, at least from what I know about me, I know why I'm here. And this all comes to a close. She is not going to remain in captivity, period. And she is the land we stand on right now, our mother. Right under your feet. That's why wherever you stand is holy ground. Let me say something real quick because I'm getting a lot of uh, texts from a lot of people that are watching the show and stuff. And they're just telling us, you know, man, Derek lost me or... Blah, blah, blah. Here's, here's the problem. The problem I'm not is, here to satisfy them, Jay. I'm just letting know, you know. No, no, no. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, not here to make any hard to follow this with all you watch is singing contests and who's getting voted off the freaking island. I'm going to give you kudos right now, Derek. This is what I want people to understand. Okay. There is no winner. There is no gold medalist that we can give a trophy to. There is no answer that the good guys are going to win, bro. We're all going to sing Kumbaya. No. We have the text. They've told us. If you can read them and you have a brain and you have a heart, and the heart is even more important than the brain, and you can discern and you can know, and you can feel and meditate on it, think about it, and contemplate on it. Here's the, here's no great answer. There is no right or wrong. There is not going to be in the world of duality the good guys win. It doesn't work that way. It never has. We're not yeah, picking a side, folks. Learn yeah. that. Don't pick a side. Yeah, and here's, yeah, and here's. That's why I think a lot, it's so hard for people to understand because 
we've been conditioned that there has to be a winner. It has to be the one. There has to be a, and it has to be a good versus evil because that's all we're fed through entertainment, through sports, through everything in life. There has to be. Yeah, it's incomplete if there's not a one winner, one loser situation. Yeah. Every election. Think about it. Everything is, well, I either won or lost. I mean. Well, you win some, you lose some. How can I always say? Well, let's play a game. Ryan wins. You know what I mean? Why? Mm -hmm. You think about it, really. That's what they're saying. Like, there isn't going to be that. Right. I don't know. What do you guys, what but do you, you think? can you can argue devil's advocate going off of what he said with the tanks rolling up to his house. He says, "Cut me right here, so I die and go back to my maker." So then he's winning. So then, wouldn't he be the winner? <laughs> well, yeah, but, <laughs> you know but that's I mean? not. But I think when the, what they're trying to say is because a lot of people can't understand that piece of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's where they lost people. Is you want to watch it. You've been so conditioned to reality TV. This is all why well, I want to, I want to, I want to survive beyond this. I want to, I want to watch it all. You know what I mean? Instead of I want to watch it all unfold. You ultimately, yeah. I don't want to say this to provoke suicides, but ultimately you just, you, you almost want to be dead just to go on to the next thing. That's why what, you know, you see people when they die a lot, sometimes, not all the time, but people like, I kind of accept that they're dying. It's like they finally, like, how, I don't know, have you ever, you've been around people that are oh dying God, or way dead too or many, way too Okay. Many. Not saying this always happens, but a lot of people, they're like really sick, like, the few moments before they actually go, all of a sudden, they, they can be like, they can like literally look like horrible. And then all of a sudden they're like, fully aware like a more aware mm-hmm. than they've been in years mm-hmm. and then they're gone that's because they're at that point they've they're like on their way you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a weird thing yeah you know and, and and so like you know i don't know i don't know how to explain it any other way other than so many people are it can only be a a, a good and a bad and a winner and a loser and and i want to be here and i want to watch the whole thing go down you know the Mm -hmm. same fucking people that well i can do nothing but sit and watch football on sundays i can do nothing but watch uh the kardashians on tv and agt the voice all that stuff yeah everything it's all entertainment everyone so you can't that's why he doesn't give a fuck show up with tanks do whatever you're gonna do on this plane because it's all bullshit it doesn't really matter Mm mm-hmm because I know what's coming. I know the next step. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole different spiritual level, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's way... You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people don't, you know, Never have get that. get to that level. Yeah. That's very, like a clarity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good It's a good place to be. It's the thing. That there is no such thing as right and wrong. There is no right. such thing as winning an argument. When somebody wants to argue with me about truth, okay, they go, you're wrong. And I go, you know what? It doesn't matter whether you win the argument in your mind. You only won it in your mind, but it didn't alter the truth just because you think you won the argument. See, this is where we build up our false temples. We want the argument to win inside ourselves so we can move to the next day. The fact of the matter is that anybody that wants to disagree or agree, there is no room for that anymore. 
I don't care whether somebody disagrees with me because what I have is my truth. They have their truth. And the only reason they would be unhappy with something that I said is because what I said disrupted and destroyed the truth that they thought they had. And well, if Derek, I, I don't care if they agree with me anymore either. And if they, and if I was able to destroy the truth that they thought that they had, well, then they never had truth in the first place. Because if you actually have truth, it's indestructible. It cannot be altered. It is, it, truth is unalterable. It can be unrecognized, but it can't be changed. You well, can't alter it. Now take that, what he just said, hmm. and go back to that episode me and Maya had with the religion. Oh, yeah. Now apply that to that episode. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> he couldn't take... I mean, the thing I always want... I mean, why can't you say what I could be wrong? Right. Because they, they can't. Because they can't accept it. Exactly. They were basically brainwashed into believing one thing and only one thing. And that's the one thing. He didn't thing. even start out that way. It's, he got to yeah, that point. You know what I mean? He, he, he went he through all these others. Into, yeah, he talked himself into the corner, basically. Yeah. And that's what I've always said. It's It's almost like I'm trying to help them break free from... It's not saying that you don't, you can't believe in what you believe in, mm -hmm. but what if you're believing in is wrong? Right. I mean, that's where I'm at. That's why it doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same here. You know what I mean? And it, it, it always appeared as though, well, Ryan, remember Maya, Maya even said, you're arguing this so that you can't lose. Well, I can't lose because I'm not taking a side. Mm -hmm. Do you see? Mm -hmm. This is why he hate, he, he couldn't let it go. Right. But so think back. So if, if your listeners are listening, they're like, "What, what the fuck are you talking about?" Go back. Yeah, go back to that episode and find. A, I forget what it was called, but it was it was me and Maya. We talked about religion. I forget what it was called. I can't remember either. I think it was. It was a while. It was like a year ago or something like that. Just go back look oh, at God, it. Look for a that. think tank. It was like two years. Ago. Something about religion or whatever. I yeah. think it was whatever. I think it was something about. Um, Believing versus not believing, or there's something, or, or something yeah. like that. Anyways, you'll find it, but and then apply what this guy just said yeah. to that, and, and you'll see. You'll literally see it in real real time. What, what he described, mm -hmm. he couldn't. You know what I mean? That's why it just it. He had a hard time. Yeah. I don't know. You broke him, and that's why he's not come back since. It's weird because he hasn't come back since. Mm -hmm. Very strange. I don't even think I was a dick. No, and you guys are cool I know, afterwards. And I know we, we made it seem like, well, Ryan wins, but not really. It's, it wasn't a, really about, I mean, yes, maybe on a on a stupid ego level, but at the same time, I, I was posing something that people just can't wrap their mind around. Right. Like what you said, it's a willingness to not be attached to a perceived outcome. And that okay. perceived outcome uh -huh. is... The good guys are going to win. We're going to eliminate the cabal. Uh, all best. I have to know, and this is all you have to know, and this is the repeated thing. This ain't home. Right. I just realized something. These people, these 400 people, are watching three guys that really don't give a shit. Or know anything. Or know anything. I, and we're you know fine what? with it. Do you know who I care for? Me. The people that are supposed to hear. Yep. The people that aren't supposed to hear, I do care. I weep for you. But I'm not going to go, oh, please, please believe me, because it has nothing to do with that. Christ wasn't out there going, please believe me. He said, hey, he said what he said, and he said, he who has ears will hear. Done. Yep. Done. 
And then he said, if they wow. hear you, right, go into their house. If they hear you, let your peace come unto them. If they don't hear you, let your peace return to you and shake off the dust from your boots and get out of Dodge. Yeah. Now I'm going to try this one more time, and we'll see if we get there this time. Okay. Tell us where we people can find your information. Yeah, so um, first off, guys, amazing podcast tonight. Jeff, thanks for having me on. Um, I know Derek came on at the last second. I think we'll end it now rather than, I mean. Yeah, there's three more minutes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, there's, it's all promotion and, and whatever. I mean, you can go find these guys. It's Jeff Doherty, Jay Campbell, and uh, Global Witness. What was his Derek name? Bros. Derek Bros. So, and that's B R. O E S. Yes. That's how you spell bros. Um, so, I mean, just Google them if you want to know more. We're not going to spend time yeah, having, we're not having pimp them. their shit. Having them promote. I mean, we just played one of their full shows yeah. on our show with our commentary. Yes. Um, so, anyways, final thoughts. It's an interesting conversation yeah. they had. Yeah, they were all over the board, dude. I certainly um, didn't expect it to go from. In part one, from McCain being dead or alive to aliens and this. I mean, we went... Well... And was, I think we stopped at a good point, because it was a nice transition. Yeah, I think... I always kind of had in the back of my mind, once he started talking, Anunnaki right away. Yeah, he did say that early. I, I didn't think they'd end up there, though. I, I kind of assumed he was going to really go hammer into it. Um, now, obviously, the moon... Coming out of the ocean impact thing—that's that's new to me. I've heard that before. Um, I don't think I've ever heard that they moved Earth ne- from Mars, like next to Mars. I didn't know ever heard that before. Well, it was closer to Jupiter, and then they moved it. Yeah, which is why our lifespan's shorter now than it was. That's an interesting concept. If you look at the Bible, at a certain point, you know, from Old Testament to New, and old, everybody was fucking living for seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred years. Mm-hmm. And now we live. Now we only live 120. Is like tops, right. you know. Even though, you know, speculation that some people could live longer or whatever. Most people die between 80 and 90 mm-hmm. to 100. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. like our kind of general window. Um, I always looked at it as though if you want to take what the Bible says with the 800, 900, whatever you believe that, that you know, Bible has its version of, you know. Right. We wiped everybody out with the the flood, and from this point on, nobody will live beyond whatever. I always looked at it, well, well, it's just a different way of understanding time. Like, mm-hmm. I always assumed maybe it's one of these things where each month they were counting as a year. Could be. Or something to that effect. You know what I mean? Just to make it more understandable for those that are, like, trying to wrap their mind around everything. Mm-hmm. So instead of counting, well... 12 months in a year, maybe they were counting each month as a year. Yeah, and then yeah. that's how you come up with 800, 900 years. Well, no, not really. It's really only where we're at right now. It's just they had a different understanding of time. time. And, and now and we've adjusted now. time. And really, how many years? It's Every year is, is based on the uh, travel around the sun or what they say. You know, mm. if you buy all that, that's our year. But how we age is it really you know i don't know because they say gravity is part of how we age and uh, you know how you how we count years in. but is time as of in of itself is just uh a thing you know it's it's not even like if you just took time out if we mm. didn't have time you know would things be different 
in how we uh, carry ourselves. Just think of all Probably. the stuff we have in where we're at with uh, everything, cars and jobs and all this stuff. And, you know. Well, I think if we didn't have time, things would be different, quite a bit different. But I also think that, you know, when you're a kid, time seems to go by slower. But as you grow up, time seems to go by faster. Yeah. So is that because they've tweaked and fucked with our time so it actually is going faster? No, what I think it is is that as you get older, you have more going on in your brain. You've you've literally filled your life with a job and a husband or wife and, and kids of your own. And uh, you have way more stuff that you're trying to do mm-hmm. where a kid... Can literally, let's just, okay, for instance, they don't know as much, because as you, every day you learn something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So once you've filled all that, and you're running through all these things, you're, you're, you know, you're constantly like, this is why they say you shouldn't necessarily fill your kids' schedules with so much stuff that they don't even have a time to just sit and think. Right. You know, um, because... You're basically speeding up their their life. Look at you know, if you literally took away everything and just like let's quit your job, you just sat at home and, me, and did and did nothing. Up, dude. Guess how long that week would feel? If you did nothing, not even paint, Dave didn't watch right. TV. Just sat there and looked at the. It, it would seem like each day was forever. Yeah, and because you don't have anything going on anymore. Mm. But what do we do as humans? We fill every second with something. Like I, yeah. I literally, it's like I have no time to do do nothing. Yeah. You, you know? know, I always joke with people that I burn the candle at both ends and in the middle twice. So I got like four strings on fire. That's pretty much how my life is, and it's always been like yeah. that. That's why it seems like it's going so fast. Yeah, because there's just so much going on. Where kids don't, they don't have stuff. I think it was George Carlin that said that. Let your just he basically said, leave your kids alone. Let them just. Daydream. Nobody daydreams anymore. No. I day nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting yeah, conversation. I mean, like, we're on vacation for the next nine days now, and I have shit planned pretty much every fucking day. Yeah. It's wild. It's like, fuck, I just want one day where I don't do shit, and I, I don't. How about nine days where you just don't do anything? That would be great. I'd love that. And it would feel like uh, a month. Yeah, you know what I mean? It would be. Yeah. If you just literally sat and did nothing, told Joy, don't talk to me for nine days, and I'm literally just going to sit here, I'm going to stare at the wall. You you would, it wouldn't fly by. No. It would be the one time it didn't yeah. fly by. This vacation is going to go by so fast for you because you've filled it with so much shit. Yeah. It sucks. On the plus side, though, I only have to have my alarm set one more time from now between the end of my vacation. Well, I'm going to change that. Next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe I don't need my uh, alarm set next week. It's not going to show up. <laughs> well, you said you're going to change it. I, thought maybe well, well, I, might, I might add in another alarm there oh, okay. in the middle. We'll see. Right. Depends on how busy you are. Anyways. Right. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's it, huh? Great topic. Thank you. Yeah. Till next time, huh? See
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. It's that time of year again. No matter what you're celebrating this holiday season, Amazon has gifts for everyone. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner and help out the D2R Podcast Network. Happy holidays from everyone here at the D2R Podcast Network. Christmas. It's that time of year again, and if your guy or your girl's got a beard and you want to celebrate with them, why not buy them some Phoenix beard oils? We've got great holiday scents that make you just cream your jeans. So check out phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody the bird for the holiday season. Ho, ho, motherfucking ho. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 